Welcome to Collected Sorceries, a Magic the Gathering podcast. Podcast. I'm your host, Ricardo Montalban. With me today, Ethan Shell. (laughs) Ethan, what's on the plate today for this? Uh, A couple things. One is guest access. Two is uh, FNM from... Nine six. Nine six. Which is uh September sixth. Uh yeah. Uh the other one is Today is the eighteenth as of the recording. Okay. Uh I'm just letting the people know. Okay, perfect. Yeah. The other one is uh cards of plenty, preview cards of plenty from the throne of Eldrain. Eldrain which, which is Wizards take on uh Grimm's Fairy Tales. Wizards like, Things in the public domain, but that can also have a spin put on them. A spin. Yeah. Uh, food tokens, because everybody loves uh, food. There's there's three new mechanics. One of them is food tokens, where it's like pay two, tap, sacrifice this token, uh, gain gain three life. Gain three life. And and adventure, which is where this is where we'll put the clip from Lord of the Rings. We're going on an adventure. Oh, by, okay. By we, I mean me. I thought about several different thousand things. I was mainly thinking of Pooh's Grand Adventure. There I was we thinking go. of, well, specifically the song Adventure is a Wonderful Thing. Oh, man. That's we could just, I, I could of. just grab three or four different clips from different things and just. I think you should yes. just go on an adventure yeah. spree. I should. Let the, let the adventure never end. There we go. And let the fun never end. Let adventure. the fun never end. Adventure time. Dan Frog Rock. Yes. <clears throat> but yes, my deck from a couple weeks ago is a black white. I wanted to call it Thin Lizzy. Thin uh, Lizzy because it's like because it's boys. on heroin. No, because oh, because the boys are back. It's a oh. black white. Like I always try and think of a nickname for my draft decks. Oh, uh, and this one is a uh, black white with four copies of Undead Servant. Undead Servant. Yeah, you play him, and then he's a three-two for. I believe four, and when he comes into play, you make a two-two zombie for every card uh, named undead servant in your graveyard. So you can you can throw him. You can make you know poorly. Uh, you can make poorly uh, poor attacks. Uh, you can just kind of swing with abandon, and then when it dies, you know you play another one and you make a zombie. Um, swing and, with abandon is always my strategy. Yeah, it gets out of control real quick. There is. What is it? And because it's because it's draft, you can have as many as you want. So I got four of those, uh, four battalion foot soldiers. Uh, a battalion foot soldiers, I think, is a two-two white soldier. And when you play battalion foot soldier, you can search through your library, uh, your deck for any number of cards named battalion foot soldier. Library. So you just, yeah, you play them. Yeah, it's because wow. it's your wizard. So your beast. deck is your library. Yeah. Um, so so you can just grab you know uh, the other three in my case. Uh, in this case, and basically they, you've got, you know, creatures to play for the next three turns or however many. The next three turns. Uh, what are the other notable things? Uh, Loxodon Life Canter, which is, I'm vamping. Beauty uh, and the Beast. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you pull it up, he's a big old elephant cleric, I believe. Elephant! And, yeah. And he, what is it? You can make his, 
make your life total his toughness, and then you can also pay X to make your life total the total toughness of all creatures you control. Ooh, that could be it's, helpful. Yeah, it's it's pretty tasty. Yeah, it sounds tasty. Yeah. Um, Hell oh, yeah. Oh, George Miller. Which George is Romero. George Miller. Uh, oh, there's that's, a card, that's different. There's a card called, uh, well, it's actually called Gorging Vulture. Oh, I was a Gorging Vulture once. Calls him gorging they they became george and then georging he he mills you you mill the top when he comes into play you mill the top four cards of your library and you gain one life for each creature card you oh. mill and so miller george miller oh um, i see with my eyes and not with my hands there you go and he's a 2-2 flyer which a is nice flyer. to have some kind of evasion evasion being anything you know that lets your creature critters get through yeah um hell yeah <laughs> Uh, what else? What I've else? got two two parts of the wombo combo, or two thirds of the wombo combo, which is, uh, bone splinter. Oh no, three actually, technically. Uh, soul salvage, uh, bone splinters, and sanitarium skeleton. Uh, the skeleton is a one two one for one black that lets you, you can take it back into your hand. You don't want two-thirds of a wombo combo. That's no. all I've said. You know yeah, why? Three-fourths of a wombo combo. Well, I'm yeah. just saying yeah. that if you have that, then, then it just becomes a womb comb. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, Bone Splinters is sacrifice a creature uh, you control, destroy a target creature. I will. And then Soul Salvage is, what is it? I think it's four to take two, uh, get two creatures from your graveyard back to your hand. Yeah. And so... And so Wish I could get on the Wi-Fi, but but the 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 four card wombo, or sorry, it's, well it's three card. It's um, soul salvage, uh, bone splinters, and the blue. I think it's oh scholar of the ages, which is like a seven drop, uh, two three blue cleric that lets you when it comes into play you can grab an instant or sorcery uh, from your graveyard. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so you basically you can kind of. Maybe not infinite loop, but you can uh, play. Uh, what was it? You play bone splinters, uh, sack a creature, uh, use soul salvage, get scholar of the ages back, play scholar of the ages, get either bone splinters or soul salvage back. Do you have to say Unter Gleifen Glatten Globen before you do it? No. What's Unter Gleifen? Oh, it's it's what you say before you do Skull of the Ages. Wait, no, that's Rock of Ages. Oh, there we go. Oh yeah, uh, Dornblinson. Sure. Yeah, or Glock and Glade. Yeah, which is also used in the beginning of, uh, Pretty Fly for a White Guy. Is it? And Pretty Fly for a Rabbit. Yeah. Kjernsalfen Dornblinson. Oh well, I don't know anything about that. Do me, baby. All I know is in Rock of Ages, everybody was like, what is that? Is that Swedish? Is that German? What language is that? And they're like, it's not language. It's not words. We just made shit up. Okay. That sounds like language. Eyes. Death Leopard. Sounds like it, yeah. Yeah. Squints. But so does does pour some sugar on me, but no one's ever heard of that in actual language. Oh, I mean, that's, that's the, you've got the peaches, I've got the cream. I've got the cream. Okay, yeah. You've got the peaches. Sure I've got the herb. Peach. Surely there's some peaches. The herb. <laughs> surely there's some peaches around here. <laughs> yeah, surely. <laughs> you would think. You would hope. Yeah. Um, what else is in here? Oh, back to the deck. Yeah, uh, squad captain, which is comes into it's a uh, has vigilance and it comes into play with a I think it's a two two, but it comes into play with a plus one plus one counter. Plus on one. It, uh, for each other creature you control, so you play out all your 
your undead servants and battalion foot soldiers and then play squad captain. Squad know, captain! Uh, play it late game, you know, and make it like a 10 10 that doesn't tap to attack, which is pretty handy. Hell yeah. Um. <clears throat> Hamanoptra, Audacious Thief, which is nice, and Gauntlets of Light, which is an enchantment that lets gives your creature plus oh plus two, and then lets it deal combat damage according to its toughness, which has been named unanimously by the community as Butt Fight. Butt Fight! And then you can pay two and a white to untap the creature. What, what, in the fight? So, so yeah, you can block with its huge ass and then attack and then untap it at instant speed i'm gonna call it yeah, an yeah. Nicki minaj okay there we go that's what i'm gonna call it there we go and Nick, i'm Nick, the authority i was gonna say <laughs> Nicki minaj a a a potent uh magical com combatant she is she is a potent <laughs> magical combatant that much i know to be true yeah like i i couldn't decide you know what what kind of like because it's like i have i have nicknames for people where i change the letters of their name and i wasn't sure to like make it a dumb name to make them the person sound dumb or like a really cool name to make them sound really cool really cool so i just went make them sound as cool as humanly possible <laughs> yeah i split the difference and and have have called her i went with keegan majin because keegan. it makes her sound like a dbz character keegan majin boo yeah that that was where I went because I was Margin like, Boo. you know, I don't feel like she deserves to be destroyed. But I was like, I, I'm a curmudgeon about music, at, which Are has you? changed since then. Yeah, it's oh. been it's been what feels like a long time since I came up with that that weird DBZ nickname. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah DBZ is hotter than ever. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Shockingly. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, not. It's not shocking. It's it's very excellent. That's true. Yeah. Maybe the greatest series ever of all time. Yeah. Um, it's like the Cheers of anime. <laughs> Now, I sorry. I paused audio form. Audio format. Say something. Audios. I, I paused because I didn't know what to say. That's ain't that some shit, as they say on on, on loading ready run. Well, sorry, on another show who's, about cards. Who's to say what's fair to say and what not to say? Oh, it's awesome. Let's ask Doctor Dre. There, there we go. No, I just I'm just trying to wrap my head around the idea. I'm trying to envision envision uh, it. DBZ being the cheers of anime. I I can envision it. That's Kakarot exactly what's making like. your world. I'm sorry, Kakarot making your way on the planet today takes nearly all of your energy. Having a place to share your troubles would be quite helpful. Does that make Goku the Ted Danson? <laughs> He's just there standing behind the bar in his weighted, you know, with his weighted training, you know, barkeep's apron. <laughs> or does that make... I gotta draw this now. I don't know. I don't know who's who. I'm sure yeah. of this. I'm pretty sure that Piccolo is Frasier. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And then, what, Nappa is like Norm? Uh, Richie, I don't know. I don't I mean, know if he's Norm. Yeah, Maybe I don't think I don't think Nappa's around for Clavin. long enough to be quite a, as much of a standard as Norm. Yeah, yeah. So, so he's not the Cliff Clavin or the Norm. No, no, no. I mean, who's the Cliff Clavin? Krillin, Krillin could be the Cliff Clavin. Um, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Probably. Hey, 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 Goku! What's that? Uh, what's that uh, thing you're always talking about? The, the uh, all the orbs with the stars on them. Yeah. Oh, oh, Krillin! You mean the. Um, 
Krill, Krill Clavin. Or do you Cliff, mean all Cliff those? Krillin. Do you mean go. all those Pixar movies I was in? We can put this in the show notes, and by we, I mean you, if you're up for it. Uh, are there show notes? Sometimes there's stuff you what you write underneath in the description of the to show that's on the site. All the all and that's it's gold. True. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> this is all things that have happened. Yeah. So yeah. So who's the norm? Norm, I would say, is probably. Uh, it's got to be somebody who's like eternal, but theme. possibly kind of useless. What, maybe King Kai? Yeah, sure. Yeah, King that's... Sorry, King Yemma is the one with the hat, right? Yeah, well, they both have the, hats. The horn... See, King Yemma is the one who King Yemma has, has the, horns. The desk. The horn hats. The yeah, mahogany. He has the desk. Mahogany. Yeah, uh, yeah. Obviously, we're going to be incorporating some of the Team Four Star abridged stuff. Are we? I mean, I would like to. Oh, all right. All right. In that and case, because I have I more sunk exper- their battleships. Oh, okay, there we go. And their whales. Because I have more experience with the DBZ abridged. I mean, I no, watched. That's depressing. I'm well. I have truly failed way. as a father and a husband. To be fair, Roy, I, I watched. D- I'm old enough that I watched DBZ in syndication on syndication. Saturday morning TV. So I did watch the original Snake Way arc Snake Way when it, when it aired. You know, in the the mid. 90s or early 90s on yeah. so i have that cred as you know in lieu of in lieu yeah in lieu who yeah cindy lou who <laughs> wait lou albano oh that was god that was a, a combo combo move combo guambo combo exactly yeah sorry i can do a lot of fighting game announcer voices which is a very weird skill and i feel why i feel comfortable saying it sure it's like if you have a skill that's niche enough you don't it doesn't really feel like bragging because you're like you're like man i'm really good at this thing that is probably never going to come in handy yeah people typically people it's typically people don't typically brag about something very specific they go yeah no like what am i going to do with this oddly potent defense of kazam the film exactly it's it's not like Hey, I'm very nearly as good at skateboarding as Tony Hawk, and no one can dispute that. And it's like, well, what about? I'm blanking. I had three names of skateboarders. What about? Bucky Lassick. There we go, Bucky Lassick. Um, Caballero. Caballero. Um, was it Ellie Caballero? Bam Margera. There we go. <clears throat> Thank you. He tried. Um, yeah. Who's the guy who did the documentary uh, Lords of Dogtown? Tony Pollard. No, that wasn't him. Oh. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember. <laughs> but yeah. Let's look it up. I'm going to look it up. Let's take a look. Lords of Dogtown. Oh, Quick, Van. Uh. So, how are you guys doing out there? Are you having a good time? In Dogtown. Okay. Uh, but yes, thrown Tony Dogtown. I can vamp a little bit about Throne of Eldraine. Uh, there are whoa, whoa, whoa. Three Lords different... of Dogtown was directed by Catherine Hardwick? What? Well, this Am is... Am I thinking of Dogtown and the Z-Boys? Or was this that, is, was that about is... surfing? There are too many movies that have the name Dogtown. The word Dogtown in them. Surprisingly. And that's two. Surprisingly. Yeah. Uh, three new mechanics in uh, Throne of Eldraine. Eldraine. There is food tokens, which I mentioned earlier. There is adventure. Yeah. Adventure. Which is, some cards will have a split, so you can play the card just for its regular abilities, as like a creature, for instance. Yeah. Um, or you can play it as an adventure, so you play it, get the ability, so like a sorcery, for instance, and then you exile it, 
and then you can play it from exile as a creature. Yeah. And there's usually an effect. You usually get a bonus for that. I think you were thinking about Dogtown and Z-Boys, because I'm looking over the cast okay. of Lords of Dogtown here, and I'm like, I don't recognize any of these. I mean, I recognize some of the names, but I don't it, recognize them as related to skating. Bill Petrus, is it? Bill Petrus. I don't know. Let's see. What's going on here? I saw him on Dinner for Five. There's oh, an episode. Sean Penn was the narrator. Oh. Okay. There's an episode of Dinner for Five, and, it, and it, they had Tony Hawk, and then one of like Tony Hawk's filmmaker friends. Uh, Jay Adams. Of course, Johnny Favs. Tony Alva. Tony Jeff Ament, Bob Biniak, man, Steve Caballero. Steve Steve Caballero was in. Okay, he was in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two, which will give you a rough idea as to how old I am. Paul Constantino. Oh, sorry, I played Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two on the Dreamcast. That will give you a rough idea how old I am. Tony Freakin. Tony Freakin. So Steve Caballero. Steve Friedman. Um, Skip Engblom. Baby Paul Cullen. Babe me Paul Cullen? Baby Paul Cullen. Oh, baby Paul Cullen. Yeah. I thought football player names were weird. Did I say Paul uh, Constantino? I think I did, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like Alan I thought I was... Gelfand, I Marty I was, Grimes, David Hackett. Uh, I thought I was really something with, with, you know, the Blake Bortles and the, you know, Dan Melholm. Oh, Blake Bortles is far too uh, obscure now. He's not even a starter anymore. Now we're not thinking with Bortles? No, no, we can't no, be, because no. then we'd be thinking like a backup quarterback. There we go. If that. A, a BUQ. I don't know, though. A lot of people are getting injured. You never know. That's true. He'd be like that character from My Brother's Keeper, where he was the backup, backup, uh, the, backup, the emergency, backup? emergency, yeah. The second, quarterback. second? Yeah. Yeah, you might have played Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 on the Dreamcast. That's how old you are. Let me yeah. tell you how old I am. Yeah. I played Tony Hawk Underground on the GameCube. That's how old oh, I am. That that soundtrack though had it, it was kicking, and I imagine it was the same on both platforms. Uh, I mean, probably. Okay. I don't dun, know. Dun, dun. Who knows? Who knows? Nobody truly knows. I just realized what we can do for the Patreon is we can just take all the stuff. That we can have the extended versions of the show, so we'll take the versions. We'll, we'll for the regular show, we'll cut out all like the non-magic stuff, and then for the Patreon, we'll just we'll put that back in. Yeah, for sure. I think yeah. so. That'll be an interesting value add. Bonus content, exactly. Outtakes, exactly. Bonus roll. Outtakes implies that we take things out. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> just b- bonus, bonus features, deleted scenes. There we go. The broad umbrella, the yep. BTS. Yeah. We'll, we'll just, you know, we'll describe things that are on your desk or sitting on the table in front of us. <laughs> it's like, you know, Rush uh, Anniversary Keychain. Yeah. Uh, 1970. Wait a minute. Oh, it's 1974-2112. Yeah, totally. Which is, which is, is that like a, that's not like a time span. Oh, it is. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> That's exactly when people are going to stop caring about Rush. All that year, there's going to be a major Rush tribute thing, and then just then everyone's going to forget the next day of 2113. 20, 20, 2112. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, on, oh, oh, on the first day yeah. of 2113, people are going to be like, some one guy is going to be like, you remember Rush? And people are going to be like, what? What? I am. You know that band we celebrated all last year? It's a good thing I'm not subjecting you to have to edit this because I'm all over the <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it'll be, me, it'll be me swearing at me. 
Yeah, damn straight. Swear <laughs> at you. I swear at myself all the time. I, I believe it. Blah, blah, blah. It was thrown in Veldrain. There was... Oh, a new... Oh, they're going back to... We're going back to Theros. There's going to be a new Theros set set in and around Nyx, which is the, the underworld from that set. And there's going to be another uh, core set, Core 2021. And then I believe it's called Icarus Realm of Monsters. Yeah, Realm uh, of Monsters, just like go. Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, sort of. Well, I mean, it's got it's In, dual monsters, and there's yeah. a Shadow Realm, and there's other realms, and... Yeah, monsters of there, dueling. There's, there's at least two or two or three. At uh, least several of those words are in the other words. <laughs> are you used, are you used in the context of magic together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you think the net worth of Wizards of the Coast is? Uh, it's hard part, to know because technically yeah. I believe they're owned by Hasbro now. Yeah, right? so, so it's I guess whatever the net part of whatever the net worth of Hasbro. That's is. the thing because yeah. I think I think I might have a general idea of what the net worth of Hasbro is, but okay. Just because I was on Twitter today and this this heel who's going about and he's he was like uh, he was like he picture, posted a picture of himself oh, like yeah. at the gym or whatever and he was like I, I don't play and Dungeons and Dragons and then was it Joe Manganiello Joe Manganiello replied a bunch of other people and I was like and a lot of people replied even genuinely not knowing that that's the character he plays and yeah then, you know but but I just found it weird because I find it weird that there's a I'm too cool for nerd shit character in this Diesel. day and age. Because, yes. like, that's the thing. Like, Vin Diesel plays Dungeons and Dragons. Mila Kunis does. Yeah. Like, everybody, ooh, like, who's the biggest, beefiest man you can think of? Oh, like, The Rock. The Rock is incredibly successful. Harry Cruz. The Rock, I, I don't know about The Rock specific in his personal life, but yeah. The Rock right now is in a series about a board game, which they updated yeah. to make about a video game. Oh, uh, Jumanji. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... Like... They're really scraping the news outlets are kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel. So I was just wondering that because I was like, because yeah. I, I was thinking about how like niche wrestling is actually becoming. Not that wrestling was ever you know completely dominant in culture, but yeah. but it, certainly it, it's had, it had it's had a you know larger market share. Like so, I was thinking it, about it, know. and I was like, you know, like how much is like even the WWE, which is the largest company, which isn't even really relevant to this. How much are they worth compared to how much is like Wizards of the Coast worth? Yeah, or has, at this point, yeah, Wizards, which has Magic and Dungeons and Dragons, so it has yeah. two of the big like yeah, yeah, you know, I think nerd, quote unquote cornerstones. I'm not sure, and it could be fluctuating all the time, but I think yeah. as of recently, Hasbro and the WWE were actually worth a, roughly the same. Yeah, at least in you know. Per, technical net worth there's a lot of different ways to calculate that depending on what you're trying to do i mean it's a different calculation if you're speculating as opposed to if you're attempting to buy a controlling stock in or yeah or like you know shipped product dollar value of you know sold product yeah i mean revenue is a different thing and and potential outlook and i mean there's all kinds of different you know but it's just one of those weird things where he's like, I don't play Dungeons and Dragons. So I was like, it's a little weird for him to be like doing a character that's too cool for nerd shit when nerd shit is now the thing that's no longer niche. And to the, yeah. po- to the point where like the parent company of the thing he's mocking is as large as the largest wrestling company in the yeah. country it's anyway. It's been six Probably years. In the world, realistically. Yeah, it's been six years since, at least since someone wrote, you know, a, a bullshit piece about Palmer Lucky. Where they're like, he didn't look like a normal nerd. And it was like, I mean, normal 
nerd. He wasn't like, you know, he, wasn't he like didn't emerge from inside. a dirty cave, no. you know, yeah. covered in, you know, f- you know, dirt, dusty feet. Covered in Doritos. Yeah. And it's like <clears throat> Mountain Dew. And and I like how Palmer Lucky kind of, you know, th- you know, trashed it by saying being on the cover of Time magazine was just something for him to do while he wasn't busy reinventing reality. Yeah. Yeah. So true. I love reinventing reality. Yeah. It's it's great. It's arguably my favorite thing to do. Yeah. You gotta love reinventing reality. For for a lot of values. I mean oh, yeah. for sure. I, I read the recent Penny Arcade news sorry, I read a recent news post uh talking about From Penny about, Arcade, what did they say? Oh, uh talking about um Scientology and Theranos. Oh, Theranos. Uh, and, and how they bend and I'm not familiar with the latter, but but how they bend, you know, the the people at the helm of them bend reality or cause reality to bend around them. Oh, all I know is that and, that's well, um, I mean, isn't all religion technically but causing reality to bend around you? Yeah. And realistically all yeah. forms of thought that involve, you know, manipulating perception in some way. Yeah. Unless religion, it's, science, yeah. philosophy. I mean, at its most benevolent it's an artist, you know, you know, uh, psyching himself up or trying to bend their own personal reality so they can do better. Sure. Yeah. You know, and science would say that it's not about, you know, bending reality. It's about seeing reality for what reality is, but considering it's all observations and different observations shape how we see things. Yeah. Ultimately it ends up being bending reality. This, this is, this might be our magic spitting relevant shit. Well, not magic, but, uh, it's, uh, my grandpa used to say, uh, I don't know if it was from him, but he used to say reality is a function of perception. And, you know, optimally that is just a phrase and it's not, you know, you can do good things with it also. Oh, sure. Yeah. Let me put it that way. Oh, I mean, my entire theory is that based on doing good things with it. I think that maybe particularly in contemporary America, too many people are too stupid to do good things with it. Yeah. But conceptually, you could definitely do good things with it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, let me think. That's the thing I've always said about relativity and like relativism is like, you know, like relativity should be like you see things differently and I see things differently and we all see things differently. So we should all try to understand how everybody sees things differently, you know, and then you can, you know, connect with other people's minds and get inside other people's heads. And, you know, you would solve all kinds of problems and do all kinds of things, or at least it'd be fascinating. you know, or at least if you had conflict, you would know directly where the conflict came from and why. And it wouldn't be because of like a miscommunication or something like that. But that's that's you know that's more of the idealistic side. The realistic side of relativity is a bunch of Trump people going like, "Well, we don't know. Trump did that. Trump could have been on the moon because relativity." A facepalm. Yeah. B. You saying all of that, minus the the last bit, uh, you know, to the female actress in your adult film. Sure. About about relativity. I'll say that to everyone. And she's you know stroking her chin thoughtfully. Okay. There's a number of places I could take that statement. I'm not going to yes. take it any of Because you were saying it, and I was like, oh, this is this this is really good, and I don't want to, like, railroad it, but it seemed like, you know, a good railroad. Sure. Uh, you got to love rel- a railroad rel- involving... A nice, a nice railroading involving an adult film actress. Because <laughs> you're, like, you're like, well, now, reality is a function of perception. It sure is. Um, so... I would l- very much love for you to perceive the product as being different than I perceive it. I'd like you to perceive the perceive the product as art. Oh, we're talking about sorry, audio format. Say something. We're talking about two different products. Oh, are we? Uh, yeah, I was. I think. I mean, I was being 
maybe we were talking about the same product. I don't know. Or we were probably what we were talking Sometimes, about. Sometimes uh, Jerry Holkins will refer to his groin as the product. Mm-hmm. Oh. In some situations. Well, I wasn't specifically referring to his groin. Okay. No, a or, different groin. Uh, I went, oh, yeah, I was referring to more of an industry based around okay. them. Okay, man. So okay. <laughs> sort of a, uh, I don't know if lateral is the right term, but sort of a, a, a tangential. Yeah. Release. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all comes together, uh, um, which is also the name of a film I saw once. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that before or after watching a good good old fashioned American orgy? I saw that right around the time I saw a film called A Few Good Men. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I saw the one go. with Tom Cruise in it too. <laughs> uh uh, I lost my train of thought. Um, <laughs> well, do you want to... Well, losing trains of thought. Yeah, do you want to... There's a lot of steam metaphors here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, what time is it? It's 8.20. Okay, cool. So we could... Well, you should wrap up and yeah. go to the yeah. trivia. Yeah. Uh, Any final thoughts you want to depart with the people on this lovely uh, evening of Magic the Gathering and other things? Um... Bit, 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 bit. Yes, uh, wherever possible, support the artists support in general, the arts. but also the artists who draw your favorite magic cards. Magic. Um, They've got magic to do. Yes, when, whenever you can at conventions. Uh, and your favorite Magic the Gathering uh, content creators, mm. whom I you know, won't name specifically because you know we have a rule. Oh, DM. yeah, I mean, speak of them. Oh, okay. We are free now. Oh, okay. We are at the end of the we film Aladdin. Now. We are, okay. you know, you know, it's like that moment where like, you know, was just I don't even I think I'm mixing metaphors or references now, but you know, who it's like who who am I to change the rules? I thought you well, for, for, for some reason I feel like there's an Aladdin one where they say the Sultan and I feel like there's another movie where somebody goes like who are you who am I to change the rules and it goes I thought you were the king. What movie is that from? Why can't I remember? I don't Is that is that from know. Lord of the Rings? It might be. Uh, so why does autocorrect capitalize something in the middle of a word? Oh, okay. That's what it was. What was it? Uh, uh, it's from uh, Coming to America. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, it's when James Earl Jones says, who am I to change? It's, it's tradition. Who am I to change it? And then his wife, uh, who I believe is played by Midge Sinclair, goes, I thought you were the king, <laughs> which is a great line. Okay. It's a great exchange. Yeah. What a great film. There we go. I hope the sequel to that film is not bad. Uh, anyway, so that's where yeah, we other, are. Okay, yeah. Support other, other people. Content creators, yeah. uh, loading ready run crew and loading ready live crew. Yeah. Uh, the professor from Tularean community college, uh, pleasant Kenobi, uh, uh, Shivam bot at gear, pre gears on Twitter. Uh, I believe. And who else? Aguila, uh, uh, day nine. Uh, Sean, sorry, Sean Day Nine Plot, who, who also did the. Uh, Sean Day Nine Plot. He, he he used to be a StarCraft streamer, but now he's doing magic stuff, and he did the E3 uh, presentation. He hosted the E3 presentation. Oh, oh, it's Madge Sinclair, not Midge Sinclair. Oh, okay. See, so, yeah, I just I'm just fact checking myself all over the place right now. Yeah. Good information. Fair enough. And and with that, our our, our rumbling, tumbly is a Colin. We'll see you all a little later.